The final horn has sounded. And today's game is complete. Without the Zach open three. Looks good. Got it! Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Ben Bagley. 75-65, Cougars get the 10-point victory. T.J. Hawes had himself a second half, 23 points from T.J. Hawes. Uh, much of that coming in the second half. The Cougars were 1-for-10 in the first half from three. They finished the game uh, much better than that, 6-of-22. Getting a three-point shot going really helped them get the lead. They strung it out a couple times to about five points, but finally got the 10-point cushion. And the final score at 675 to 65. Hey, fans, remember when the Cougars win, you win. With Papa John's Pizza, simply mention BYU50 or use the online promo code BYU50 at papajohns.com tomorrow and receive 50% off pizza. This offer is good at any of the Utah locations. And I encourage every Cougar fan out there to use that Papa John's promo code BYU50 tomorrow after the football game for your lunch. There you go. Uh, just a couple of news and notes from around BYU uh, Cougar Nation and sports. BYU women's hoops, they get a victory earlier in the day in their home opener and regular season opener. OT victory over UC Riverside, 72-70. to 70. BYU women's soccer uh, lost their opening round matchup in the NCAA tournament 2-1 to one at TCU. And women's volleyball outside hitter McKenna Miller out for the rest of the season after sustaining an ACL injury in last night's sweep over Santa Clara. The number one women's volleyball team faces USF tomorrow. The men's and women's cross-country teams, they hosted the NCAA Mountain Regionals. The men's took second, and the women's take took third. Uh, taking a look at some of the stats from tonight's game, we mentioned TJ Haas, 23 points on the night, 8 of 13 from the field, 3 of 8 from 3. By far and away, TJ's best night thus far. Yoli Childs not far behind him. 20 points for Yoli Childs. 15 rebounds. A nice double-double for Yoli. Uh, 7 of 20 from the field for Yoli. Nice night from Jasheer Harden. It started slow. Got it going a little bit late. Helped extend the lead at the end of the game. 9 points for Jasheer. 3 of 8 shooting for him in 34 minutes of play. Chet Yoli Childs, 38 minutes of play tonight. Didn't have much foul trouble from Yoli. Only two personal fouls for Yoli there. Uh, bench scoring for the BYU Cougars. Coming off the bench with 12, 17 minutes, Dalton Nixon. A strong performance. Only five points from Dalton. But really, his presence was felt on the on the boards with seven rebounds, really kind of helping the Cougars. There's the second leading rebounder. And speaking of boards, BYU, nice job by BYU in the second half really flexing their rebounding muscles. They had 47 rebounds on the game, 22 of those coming in the second half, where UVU only 15 rebounds in the second half as opposed to 46 total in the game. So you, BYU gets a one-rebound one difference in the game, but the second half, BYU out-rebounded UVU 22-15. to 15. The defensive muscle being flexed by BYU was impressive, especially in the first half. Second half, the buckets started flowing, but in the first half, both teams really flexing some defensive muscle. BYU held uh, UVU to only 30, 33% from the field and 26% on 6 of 23 shooting from three-point range. So a nice job defensively for BYU. Nice to see the buckets get dr- dropping in the second half to give BYU the win. Coming up next, your final. Sc- we'll talk more about this game as well as 
Give you a preview of BYU UMass. BYU gets the victory tonight, 75 to 65. More Cougar Post Game Live coming your way next on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Uh, well, just a couple of scores of note. Number seven, Nevada. BYU faced them earlier this week, lost at Nevada. Nevada now 2-0 and on the season as they defended home court once again, 83-61 over WCC opponent Pacific. Game from the NBA to be a prize of locally, Utah Jazz 123-115 over the Boston Celtics and Gordon Hayward's return to Vivint Smart Home Arena. Hey, just a preview of tomorrow, Cougar fans, as you're driving home, listening to the broadcast, set your alarms, get up early with me tomorrow morning as we get ready for Cougar pregame live on the football side of things as BYU prepares to face UMass. BYU heading to UMass looking for the fifth win of the season as they try to get bowl eligible uh, in the final three games of the season. Of course, Greg Rebell and Mark Lowndes will be on the call from Foxborough at Gillette Stadium playing at the home of the Patriots. Big game for BYU out there. Uh, Zach Wilson leading the Cougars in in there against the defense. Well, it's very poor. It's porous. It's exciting to see what, they, what, they, what the BYU offense can do tomorrow there on the football field at Foxborough Stadium. So we will start things off at 8 a.m. local time, 10, p.m., 10 a.m. Eastern with kickoff at noon Eastern, 10 a.m. Mountain. Uh, that's going to wrap things up for Cougar Post Game Live. After the break, we'll send you back to the Marriott Center for Cougar Locker Room show, show. Your final once again from Provo, BYU, the 75-65 victors over the Univers- Utah Valley University Wolverines. And you heard it all right here on the new Skin BYU Sports Network. Sitting in for Greg Rubel, I'm Robbie Bolo. Mark Durant joining us as always. And it's time now for the Sport Court courtside interview with T.J. Hawes. T.J. came alive in the second half, ended up with a game-high 23 points. What changed after halftime for you, T.J.? You had, through three halves of basketball, 11 points, if we include Tuesday night, and then 12 in the final 20 minutes to help get the win tonight. Yeah, you know, I thought uh, in the second half I I started shooting shots uh, inside the arc and getting to the basket a little bit and trying to catch my rhythm uh, in other ways other than the three-point line. Um, and that helped me, you know, find a rhythm, and then uh, shots started falling for me. What changed in the second half overall for the team? You were down one going into the locker room, and it was a different energy, I think, in the final 20 minutes. And I, I thought we came out and we shared the ball really well. Um, we got easy shots. Uh, you know, we had um, some hockey assist type plays, where it's pass, 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 score, and you know, those kind of plays they. They really bring energy to this arena and bring energy to our team, and so I thought we did a great job coming out in the second half and doing that. Well, man, TJ, that was a tremendous uh, performance, especially in that second half. Uh, I mean, you look like you're having a blast out there. I know it's fun uh, to kind of get in that zone and, and you know have that have that success. Uh, so that was fun to watch. Congratulations on that. What was the kind of the game plan coming into UVU? What was the scout knowing what they like to do? You know, they're a great three-point shooting team, and. Uh, number one on our board uh, tonight was uh, stop them in transition and you know I thought uh, we did a great job of limiting them in transition they you know they had a few baskets but they really pushed the ball off makes and misses and but uh, you know I thought we defended well and uh, played hard all night a lot less fouls called tonight than on Tuesday how do you adapt your game when I mean tonight they were letting you play much more physically than they did on Tuesday and uh, it refs are different every night uh, but you can't really let that affect your game. Uh, you just got to you know, find ways to, to be effective and efficient um, no matter what. And 
uh, it's always a challenge when you know refs are calling calls that maybe you don't like or you know whatever it may be but you just have to stay mentally focused and uh, and sharp and, and do what you do no matter what you know the refs do what's your preferred style do you like kind of a hands-off swallow the whistles type game or do you like him to call it a little closer uh you know it's kind of like in nevada you know it felt like we were walking from free throw line to free throw line all night <laughs> uh so you know it, it's much more fun you, you get you be, you're able to get into a little bit of a rhythm uh you know when they're they're not calling it so often but uh yeah you just have to i don't know i don't know which one i like more <laughs> we'll take a quick break here we're chatting with tj hawes here courtside after byu's 75 65 win over utah valley more with tj when we return here on the new skin byu sports network This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Sitting in for Greg Rubel, I'm Robbie Bull. You'll hear Greg in, I guess, just a few hours, Mark. It's a 10 a.m. Eastern time kickoff tomorrow, 8 a.m. Eastern time pregame for BYU and UMass in Foxborough. I might Uh, sleep through that, yeah, that's early. Greg might sleep. I mean, he's been texting us. He's been tweeting all during this game. I don't know if he's going to get much sleep tonight before that game tomorrow. Uh, we're sitting here courtside with TJ Hawes. Game high, 23 points for TJ. BYU getting the first win of the season, 75-65 against Utah Valley. Starting the season at Nevada and then home against Utah Valley, not the easiest way to start TJ. Next week, Northwestern State, Oral Roberts, Alabama A&M. Those are the kind of games that usually you start a season with. So how do you build on now this week leading into uh, the coming week that should be easier opponents but still need to play a high level of basketball to come away with some wins? You know, to be honest with you, I love the way we started. Uh, going to a top 10 team, playing at their place, it's great experience for us, and that's how I want to play college basketball is fun arenas, fun atmospheres. And, you know, you learn a lot from playing in those games. So, you know, that was that was super fun for us. And really, you know, as we keep moving – uh, it, it's all about us, and each game we need to, you know, do the things that we know we can do to win basketball games. And I, I feel that if we bring it every game, um, we're going to win basketball games uh, the way we play. Three games in five days might be the bigger challenge next week. How do you stay loose? How do you stay healthy? And how do you stay energized out on the floor playing three times in five days? You know, for sure, it's it's going to be a, a challenge for us, but uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, make sure we get our rest, make sure we're taking care of our bodies, uh, you know, doing the little things to, to be ready for every game. Uh, but, you know, we'll be ready each game for sure. Well, TJ, I think you qualify as an expert on three-point shooting. The, the first half was terrible, second half was great. You're, you practice every day with these guys. Give us your uh, opinion on what we should expect to see from three-point shooting. It's so important, to obviously, in college basketball from this team this year. You know, we are a very good three-point shooting team. Uh, it hasn't, hasn't shown these first couple games with our percentages, but, uh, you know, if, if we continue to run and transition and get the shots that we are getting, uh, the percentages will follow. And I think we are going to be uh, – that's going to be a big threat for us is, is our three-point shooting. Uh, I feel like right now we're shooting good shots and, and guys are confident shooting those shots and we're going to keep having them shoot those. Um, but they'll start to fall and we all know that. 114-101 was the score in this matchup in this building a couple of years ago. 
Uh, I assume maybe that factored in last year as you guys prepared to go play there at Orem. Did that factor at all in tonight to say, hey, the last time this team came here, they beat us. Let's not let that happen again. Yeah, we talked about it a little bit, but overall they've been talking a lot. Uh, you know, they talk every year and they say a bunch of crap. And <laughs> so, uh, you know, we all talked about that pregame and preparing for this game. And honestly, we had it. We've had it with their talking. And so, you know, I, we want to come out here and, and show them what we're made of. They're only five miles away, but a lot of those guys either played here or perhaps wanted to play here. When you play those kind of in-state games, it, does that feed the fire a little bit that some of these guys want to prove something? That I mean, they may have played with you in high school, maybe thought they should be wearing the uniform that you're wearing. For sure, you know, I, they they all want to prove they're the better team. Um, but uh, like I said earlier, it's, it's about us, and we needed to come out and you know do our thing, and, and we handled our business tonight. What do you like about T.J. Haw's game this year compared to maybe last year? What do you think you've improved on the most? Uh, you know, I think my my biggest thing I've said all along is I feel like my confidence is there, and I feel confident shooting my shot. I feel confident in transition shooting my, my shot. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm capable of getting in a rhythm, uh, you know, in transition and, and scoring in different ways. And so my biggest thing this year is, is my confidence is there, and I feel confident shooting the ball. I know it's a new season, but it sure looks like the BYU of last year out there. A lot of the same guys. Uh, that's kind of an in interesting, I guess, good thing to have so many guys returning from last year. Yeah, no, it's good. We continue to, to build chemistry and uh, continue to get better as a team. Uh, and it, it's fun to stay with those guys. You know, they're, they're a great group of guys, and uh, we get along great off the floor, and we get along great on the floor, and it, it's fun to play for each other. Well, congratulations on getting the team win tonight. Congratulations on your individual performance. And uh, get some good sleep so you can get up for kickoff tomorrow. Thank you. Appreciate it, guys. All right. This has been the Courtside Interview brought to you by Sport Court. Champions start here. Learn how to design yours at sportcourt.com. This has been the Cougar Locker Room Show. When we come back, Dave Rose will join Mark and I courtside for the BYU Creamery, Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show when we return to the Marriott Center here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Dave Rose. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rebell. Welcome back to the Marriott Center. In for Greg Rubel, I'm Robbie Bolo, Mark Durant joining me, and we're now joined by the head coach of the Cougars, Dave Rose. BYU getting the 75-65 win over Utah Valley tonight. First win of the season for BYU. Coach, it didn't come easy. You were down one at halftime, but pulled it out in the second half. Yeah, I think our uh, uh, the first half was full of a lot of energy, a lot of emotion, as you would expect in, a, in the, these in-state games. And, it, you know, early in the year, it uh, one time this game was scheduled to be the the season opener for both of us, and then you know the NCAA changed the start date, and so uh, we got the Nevada game and on a Tuesday, and, and they scheduled Westminster, and so uh, it was our second game, but still our, our season home opener here in the Marriott Center, and uh, our guys were a little bit jittery, and uh, uh, a lot of energy going on up and down, a lot of shots, a lot of possessions for a 25 or whatever with 26, 26 20, 25. 25 half a time score but um you know the second half i think the game settled down and uh 
you know, both teams have played a lot better. I thought it was a pretty good game, and we executed really well down the stretch, made enough plays to win. You doubled your point total in the second 20 minutes, and Mark said you'd have scored 100 if we played another half. You were just <laughs> trending in that direction. Yeah, well, thank goodness that's all we had to play. It was, uh, it was, uh, it was a dogfight. I, I, uh, I, Mark's got a good team. He's got good size, and, you know, they execute. They run the stuff really well. And they can play at two different paces. They can really play fast, and, and then, then they're good in the half court. We had some, you know, real issues trying to you know, get over from our weak side and, and, and help at the rim because they're, they're, they've got good shooters in the corner, so I thought it was, uh, you know, uh, uh, a really well-played game. And, and you know, when you when you think about, you know, uh, what, what's the difference, you know, one way or the other. I mean, we just had guys make big plays. Shear came in late, made two, you know, just some big offensive plays. Zach hit a huge three. You know, Yoli was, you know, beat, beat up in there all game long, and you know he got to the free throw line, made some big free throws, and you know TJ had a great little run there that got us some separation and. So, uh, you know, I thought Connor and Gav played really well. Those two freshmen came in and gave us great minutes. So uh, we're still, you know, in the infant stages of trying to build this team. It, it's a tough it's a tough situation here because, you know, your your preseason now is, is so vital, you know, to uh, uh, playing, you know, quadrant one games or quadrant two games. We don't get a lot of them in our league. And so... Uh, you know, I, I think you don't have a lot of time to kind of juggle and, and mess around with, you know, lineups and things. You're just trying to win every single game that's on your schedule. So um, happy for the win. we got three next week. We're going to need a lot of guys to get through a, a Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday schedule. So um, look forward to it. All in-state games are, are special and intense and have a little added something to it. But it seems to me that this particular one it has a little – something extra i don't know if it's the, the kind of the incestuous relationship of coaches and some players and uh, you're just so close you know each other is do you kind of feel like this one has a little bit more heat almost to it you know i, I don't I, I don't feel it myself i think the guys really feel it though you know when you when you shop at the same mall and you eat at the same restaurants and you know you got you know i had a server last night that uh, was a uvu uh, student i think those things all play into what's said and what what goes on so uh i you know i i think it was you know uh kind of a hard-fought sloppy game in the first half but i thought the second half was really well played and uh entertaining game two years ago it was some of your former players for mark pope that uh had big nights to get that 114 101 win tonight jake toolson led the way for uvu with 14 points but overall you were really able to contain everybody uh Nikwasa had 10 but for the most part i mean those two the only ones in double figures and and you know i think that uh they were really good on a glass they 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 got big strong guys that uh, stay right on it and and we, we know that rebound is going to be a challenge for us this year we got to figure out you know how we're going to uh, do a better job one guy got 19 rebounds tonight that's a that's a pretty big night for him so a lot of those were offensive rebounds that he was in position and missed and got it back and then missed it again but still 19 rebounds a lot of boards uh i think that's probably my biggest take from this game there's a lot of issues that we got to address and sure up but the, but the rebound issue even though we out rebounded him on the night uh we we got to figure out a way when, we, when we're playing big teams uh, that we can keep them off the glass uh, without multiple tries. 
Dave Rose joining us here courtside after BYU's 75-65 victory. We'll take a break. More to come on the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show when we return here to the Marriott Center. This is the BYU Newskin, excuse me, the Newskin BYU Sports Network. In for Greg Rubel, I'm Robbie Bola. We're joined by BYU head coach Dave Rose. 75-65 the final tonight. BYU getting the victory over Utah Valley. Dave used 11 different players tonight. At what point do you want to have that down to kind of your seven, eight-guy rotation going forward? Well, I bet it, I bet it takes a while, you know, I, I, and hopefully we'll have a little deeper rotation than that uh, this year, and I, I think that uh, we'll just have to kind of see how, how, it, how it flows. But um, I, thought, I thought we got good play from, uh, you know, from everything. You know, Ryland got – he didn't get a lot of minutes in the second half. I don't think he got any minutes, but in the first half he – he, uh, he he had a lot of energy, and then that's that's kind of you know the the next kind of group that you know Ryland McKay, Connor, Gav, uh, you know Dalt. I mean, what what do we how, how that's all going to play out, and and uh, uh, it's just you know time will tell, and hopefully we can keep them all in a position that uh, you know no matter what their role is or what their times are that. That when their number is called on and we really need them, they'll be ready to perform and really help us out. Well, you mentioned these guys, but I've just been so impressed so far with uh, Kevin Baxter and uh, Connor Harding, and they were in the game. It's a tight game, what, four or five minutes to go. It shows that uh, you have a lot of confidence in those guys already. I think. Well, I, I think there's uh, there's you know a lot of interesting stats that that uh, we you know we all kind of digest, but. And when you're trying to figure out who, which which guys on the floor have got you know positive um, you know plus minus p- p- possessions to them as far as uh, the scoring and you know Zach had a 12 plus 12 and you know TJ had a plus 12 just year had a plus 15 the minutes he was on the floor Yoli was plus 13 and you know and then you got Dalt had a plus 15 so I, I think those are really important uh, you know numbers to try to figure out especially early in the year what your maybe best teams are and who's performing you know the best and and uh it seems like the the older guys always have a little bit of an edge there but uh but tonight you know these guys you know these younger guys got in there and did a good job for us the timing certainly wasn't ideal with the ncaa publicly announcing their decision on a game day how did you keep your guys focused and what do you do going forward to make sure that that's not a distraction well, you know, I thought really thought that distraction would be today because, uh, you know, it's something they've been waiting for and we've kind of prepared them for it. I think uh, we were all relieved that it it didn't what everything that happened is not going to affect this team whatsoever. Uh, it, it'll be a lot of noise and a lot of people talking about it, and our administration, you know, can handle that. And these guys are free now to know exactly what going on and moving forward in some ways i think it it uh you know it's it's, it's a it's a little bit uh, refreshing just to know that we don't have to sit there and wonder what the you know you know what the sanctions are going to be or what the ruling is going to be and and uh now we'll just get out and get on top of it and and have these guys you know attack the season like we planned i assume they're all still rallying behind nick i know they've been close with him and and publicly and i would assume privately have just been really there to help buoy him up yeah and you know i was asked that back in the uh uh the print media you know what what the relationship with the players will be with nick and if it'll be hard and you know uh i think that 
it's one of those things that you just it just needs time and uh, uh, for for everybody to, to feel how this is going to be and 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 then you know tough times in your life you realize that a week from now it feels a little bit different and two weeks from now it feels a little different from that and and I think that uh, you know if 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 everybody is uh, you know really dialed in on our team and what's best for our team and what our team wants to accomplish that uh, will be fun. We got to pick our Bank of American Fork big time performance of the game. Coach, who'd you go with from your team today? Who would you say? Who would I go with? Who I'm picking it. With? We get to let Coach pick. Oh We're gonna my let. Gosh, I don't know if that's. Uh, Greg that's, doesn't let you pick, but he Greg's not me, here tonight. He doesn't so. let me call plays for him on the floor. <laughs> that's not fair. Yeah, I think I think you guys can pick it. We had quite a lot of. I mean, a lot of real good performances. But uh, you go ahead, Robbie. Mark and I are looking at each other. We're working at it, you know, telepathically here. We pointed out, I mean, TJ had 11 points through his first 60 minutes of play, those first three halves. Uh, and you stuck with him, and it paid off. 12 points there in that second half. And uh, TJ hit a couple big threes to give you more than a one-point lead that kind of, I think, sparked the offense and at least took the lid off the rim uh, from the three-point line. And really got the crowd involved, too, yeah. to another level. And, he looked uh, like he was having fun out there, yeah. too, which which I what I want for him, just – just to you know, feel good, and uh, he seemed like he had a, a great time in that second half. He came off that that little ball screen, hit a ten footer, and he told me at halftime, "Just coach, I just need to see that thing go in the rim. I, I mean, and once it goes through and it's in the net, it'll change everything." I said, "Hey, the next one's going in," and he took a nice, you know, quick shot right there, and that's you know, that that is kind of a a bread and butter shot for him, and he got it, made it, and I think it freed him up a little bit. I'm correcting my math here. He did have 11 through the first 60 minutes, but then 17 in the second half wow. in those last 20 minutes uh, to help we needed get that 10-point win. Yeah. Needed, needed every one of them yeah, there from TJ. So we'll call TJ the big-time performance of the game. Enjoy a free checking account that can earn big interest with the MyRate checking account from Bank of American Fork. Uh, Coach, as you mentioned, you go in next week, three games in five days. How do you keep guys healthy, energized, and make sure that they can play that's going to be what 120 minutes of basketball. Yeah, well, you know, it's a it's a, uh, um, a tournament, you know, format, and so we we, we usually play a tournament, early season tournament, right. uh, and sometimes you play three games in a row. Like next year, next year we're going to Maui, and we'll play a mainland game, and then once we in Maui, you play three three straight days, and so this is kind of that challenge. Uh, it's it's good that we got a game in between each game. It'll kind of be like a a league schedule, you know, where you, you play a game and then you come in and try to get past that game and on to the next opponent, and then the next day you're playing them. And so, um, you know, look forward to uh, – I, I know I know one thing. You know, coaches, we all get nervous because we want more time to prepare, and the guys are, you know, jacked up. They think it's going to be a great week. You know, we play three games in a week. So um, we'll have a, a get-together here tomorrow and get on to – Northwest Western State, and then take Sunday off, and Monday get back in the gym and tip it up again on Tuesday. All right. Well, congratulations on the win, first win of the season. BYU now one and one, and uh, hopefully these good vibes we can send them across the country. An early kickoff tomorrow for BYU and UMass. I think it's 10 a.m. Mountain Time here. Greg gets to start the pregame at 8 a.m. So if he's still up, Greg, go to bed, <laughs> get some sleep. It's going to be a long day tomorrow. Yeah, and, and hey, best of luck to those guys. You know they. Played their hearts out last week and, you know, played well enough to win, just didn't get it. And hopefully they, uh, you know, they're they're out there tomorrow knocking the thing around and get a big win, get them back home and finish these last two out. It, it's a, it's a, a, a team that 
amazing at times how fun they are to watch and you know hopefully we get three of those to end the season all right congratulations on the win we'll see you back here next week all right thanks a lot all right byu head coach dave rose joining us here on the byu creamery cougar postgame coaches show the classic byu tradition have a scoop today we'll take a break come back final thoughts from mark duran on this 75 65 byu victory over uvu when we return on the new skin byu sports network the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Welcome back to the Marriott Center in for Greg Rubel tonight. I'm Robbie Bolo. Mark Durant joining me here courtside. BYU 75, Utah Valley 65. BYU picking up its first win of the season. Goes to 1-1 one and one on the year now. Mark, after tonight, how are you feeling compared to how you felt after Tuesday night? Well, in the lingo of the the uh, millennial and the teenage generations, I, I'm going to give you emojis. The first half would be frowny face emoji and a poop emoji. <laughs> and the second half would be like a, a smiley face with the hard eyes because okay. that, that, that was much better. What I do like, Robbie, is, uh, first of all, nice job tonight. Uh, great job, uh, as always. And I'm, I miss Greg, but I uh, thought you did a great job. And well, thank you. Everybody involved back in the studio, Ben. Uh, great job without our fearless leader, Greg. It's not easy without him, but uh, his spirit is kind of guiding everything for us. But anyway, uh, I like so far. I like the defense a lot. That's been a consistent, good, hard play, and, I, and so that's encouraging. And now, just need to get more consistency, more confidence in, in your offense and your three-point shooting, and uh, and then hopefully this team can really uh, do some great things. So it is a really tough day for BYU basketball. Historically, I mean, that's this is a tough thing uh, to have that kind of hanging over you. And mm-hmm. you, what you don't want to do is then pile on a loss to your crosstown rival on top of that. That would have been right. really bad. So this was needed, and uh, congratulations to the guys, and especially TJ. You know, he, I think he takes things really hard, and when he's not playing well, I think it eats him up. And so I, I like TJ a lot, and I just want him to – feel good about his game and feel good about what he did and he, and he should feel really good about what he did tonight that was fun to see and as you always do after you beat somebody you hope that they go on and win the rest of the games that they have on their schedule all season and i'm make surprised how good better. they are i mean yeah. they've got real size which is always hard to get in got great shooters jake toolson i mentioned him I, I i love his game and i think they'll do great this year i do 23 wins last year that was a school record for utah valley uh another 20 win season perhaps this year which would make this a good win for BYU well Mark Pope is a terrific coach and uh to just have basically two guys back from last year and then just fill all the holes I mean that shows how he's good at recruiting and uh, he gets his guys to play hard I mean they they were a tough tough physical team and gave BYU all they could handle tonight so the frowny face poop emoji (laughs) version of this if BYU can't control the offensive glass and can't hit three-pointers, there's some games that will be really long games this season. Yeah, no question. There's two glaring, uh, I don't know what the emoji for glaring warning sign is, but uh, it is the three-point shooting, obviously, and we've talked ad nauseum about that. But the other thing, and I think you rightly mentioned it, is uh, is offensive rebounds. BYU was terrible last year in offensive rebounds, terrible, which has really surprised me because they've been good historically under Dave Rose. And tonight was was not good. And keep whether it keeping the other team from offensive rebounds or getting offensive rebounds, they got a couple late, which were big. Dalton Nixon had a huge uh, offensive rebound and a score late in that game. So anyway, 
Th those are those are certainly huge concerns. We'll see how it plays out. Uh, intern Lindsay was good here tonight, helping us out with our stats, and uh, she even went and got the post-game comments from Mark Pope. Uh, but we can't find the cord to hook it up. Greg, where's the cord? It. You took the cord with you. So I suggested, <laughs> I was like, well, we can just put her on the headset and she'd tell us uh, what Mark Pope said after the game, and she's no longer with us, so she took off. This is a big chance for stardom. <laughs> she left. So I'll, I just, it's not intern Lindsay's fault, all right? I'll, I'll take of that Of course one. not. She doesn't make mistakes. She does not. I will own that one. But Mark Pope uh, brought his team in here a couple years ago, got a win, wasn't the case here tonight. Uh, but we wish them all the luck going forward. And then Greg Rubel will be back in this seat next week. Tuesday night against Northwestern State. That's a 7 o'clock tip, 6 o'clock pregame. Uh, and I think that's another women's men's doubleheader. BYU plays Cal in women's basketball before that as well. They preceded BYU tonight. That game went to overtime, and we were wondering, you know, gosh, is the men's game going to start on time? It's always it's late as enough as it is. Late <laughs> enough as it is, and... Uh, they did dispatch of UC Riverside 72-70 in overtime, and we got the men's game started on time. But next Tuesday, BYU and Cal in women's basketball, and then BYU and Northwestern State on the men's side. That's the Men Against Breast Cancer Cougar Cup, part of that uh, tournament that Dave Rose talked about. Um, it helps that it's in your own building, but still, three games in five days is never easy, especially this early in the season. It's not, but uh, if I was a player, that's uh, Shangri-La for me. I just, I hate, I don't want to go to practice. Let's just go play some games, especially in the Marriott Center. So that, that'll be fun for those guys. Although it does tax you, it's fun. Hopefully they don't have any tests next week, right? Well, even if they do, athletes, you know, just they, they just get, up, get 100% anyway, right? Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. <laughs> I, wish that, I wish that was the case. No, it's very... Let me tell you this. It's very difficult what these guys do. A lot of guys think, oh, these players, they get everything. But to go to school and, and play college basketball is not easy, and they should be commended for the good work that they do. Uh, we want to thank Jason Erickson, SID for Utah Valley, Kyle Chilton, the SID for BYU. Uh, I think this week is like an SID appreciation week type thing, so we'll especially thank them for all the hard work that uh, they do helping us uh, set up our pregame stuff, get the stats. Kyle helping us get Kyle's the players the game. I mean, I'm really I, I'm around a ton of them all year long. Mm -hmm. No one does a better job than Kyle Chilton. We should be very grateful and thankful for him. He does an awesome job. I've worked with Jason a number of times for different UVU uh, sports as well for games that I've called, and and Jason is top notch as well. Uh, and our crew here is top notch. Nathan Israelson back in the studio running the board. Uh, intern Lindsay was great here doing the stats tonight and helping uh, get Coach Pope's interview. Uh, and Mark, as our first team color commentator, you're All-American for give the 22nd year in a I'll row. I'll give myself a B today. In a, in a win? <laughs> get a B in a win? You, you weren't quick to, to argue that. I was hoping you'd say no, no I, well, Mark. I was a plus, think, Mark. I was like, what would, what would make you think that you would get a B? I'm just, well, I've got, I've got high standards. Is that because I got the A and we have to grade on the curve and can't? You're play? like that. You're like that kid that gets the 104 percent and there's no curve. Oh, it's like Mark Durant gets an A tonight. <laughs> Thank you. Again, the second leading Durant scorer in BYU history, but he gets an A tonight. All I care about is that the Cougars win it tomorrow. Go guys! You can do this. Let's do it. And good luck to Greg Rubel on the call. BYU and UMass Gillette Stadium in Foxborough, Massachusetts, home of the New England Patriots. Eight o'clock. A.M. Mountain Time pregame, 10 a.m. kickoff, and you can listen to it here on the new skin BYU Sports Network. 
That'll do it for here in the Marriott Center. He's Mark Durant. I'm Robbie Bolo. BYU gets its first win of the season, 75-65 over Utah Valley. We'll see you back in the Marriott Center Tuesday night, BYU Northwestern State, 7 o'clock tip, 6 o'clock pregame. This has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.